Welcome to Meant for This with Caroline J. Sumlin, a podcast for the modern Christian mama who wants to redefine the current narrative and unapologetically show up for what she's been called to in the home, community, marketplace, and the world in that order. Here, you will find tools, resources, education, and inspiration that will help you break free from burnout, get focused, live on purpose, and manage it all with grit and grace, because you are meant for this life that God has called you to. Hey, Mama, welcome back to Meant for This, and welcome back to another mini episode on this Friday. It is February 19th, and I hope that you are somewhere warm and safe as you are listening to this episode right now. I am sending all of my love and my thoughts and my prayers to everyone in Texas right now or anyone that's impacted by the winter storms that are going on. I am praying for you, and actually on my Instagram yesterday, um, we raised over $300 to send to Texas, and I'm actually still taking those donations. Um, The proceeds from the products in my shop are going to Texas, and I'm going to extend that for several more days. So 50% of all of the proceeds for um, or excuse me, from the products in my shop. So that's my um, my digital mini courses. I haven't actually announced this yet on the podcast, but I have taken all of the mini courses from my academy, my membership program, the Meant for Motherhood Academy. I am slowly taking those courses and I'm putting them in my shop on my website. And what that um, allows you all to do is if you are not someone that wants to be in a membership right now if it's just not something that's feasible for you, but you'd still really like to learn very practical, tangible ways to manage your life, you can take one of my mini courses by purchasing them individually. So I am slowly getting some of those mini courses in my shop and there are several that are already available that are there. So if you purchase one of those mini courses or if you purchase a Thrive at Home Guide, which is a workbook that I created specifically for the pandemic, which is perfect for what we're talking about today. I actually created it at the beginning of the pandemic, and it is filled with different types of work, um, excuse me, worksheets to help you create routines and organize your life for being at home, okay? What this looks like is you are creating your kids' routines, you're brainstorming different activities for the kids to do, different types of activity rotations. You are creating a workflow that allows you to work from home while being with your kids. I walk you through kind of where to place different types of tasks and how to marry your schedule with your kids' schedule. You create a routine for you that's daily and weekly. There's a self-care routine template in there as well. There's a meal planning template in there. There is core rotation template in there. So there's a lot of different worksheets and templates for you to use to help you really get a handle on and get a handle on your life at home right now, really get some routines and systems in place specifically for the fact that we, most of us are still very much at home. We're still probably you know, virtually learning. If you are in an area where schools have not opened back up yet, you are more than likely not having your kids in any sort of like extracurricular activities, things of that nature. You are potentially still working from home and things are still very much 
we're still very much in the thick of the pandemic, even with things slowly starting to open up, especially those of us with kids, because kids, you know, just bring about different types of challenges than if you are a single person without any children or just a, like, a, I don't mean single married, I just mean like a, you're a singular person and you live without children. Um, it's just different with this pandemic. So I created this guide. It actually went along with a workshop that I did at the very beginning of the pandemic as well. It was a workshop series I did um, and the guide went along with that. And then I gave that guide to everyone that paid for the workshop series and then I put the guide on sale in my shop. And um, after that, after, you know, the, the, I think the the shock of the pandemic wore off. I think we kind of went throughout the summer and a lot of the the Black Lives Matter things started happening and we went into election season. It wasn't something that I thought about promoting a lot because I felt like everyone was kind of out of that sort of like, oh my goodness, how do I navigate this life anymore? We were kind of getting used to it. But the more that I have grown this community, I don't want to say I've grown the community, the more that God has grown this community, especially over on Instagram, and the more that I have probed and asked questions and even dealt myself with um, really hitting this pandemic wall, I began to feel like, okay, wow, that, you know, the, the, the magic of the holidays are over, kind of like that time where, you know, once we, once we got to like, I would say November, we kind of were like, okay, you know, we're getting into the holiday season now. Yeah, we're still like at home and it's still a little bit different, but hey, my husband was home from work for a while. We did, you know, I know a lot of people got together with like a very immediate family. We did as well because we kind of had like our COVID pod with my in-laws and you know, it didn't have to feel as as serious as it had been with the, with the holiday season. But now that the New Year magic has kind of worn off a bit, we're we're knee deep in February. We have officially been in this pandemic for about a year, and I just started to really hit a wall. And I know for some people, you may have hit the wall months ago. And for others, maybe you're just starting to hit it. For me, I mean, I'm an introvert. I'm not someone that really needs to be going a lot of places and doing a lot of things. And so for a while, I was honestly like, I was fine with the pandemic, especially with the weather being warmer. And I love, 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 love cold weather. I can be curled up on my couch like just every single day and never move and just drink endless coffee and I would honestly be fine. But when you put kids in the mix and they are super active and they need to get outside and they have just different types of needs and we do and we can't take them outside because of the weather and you can't do what you would normally do in the winter, which would be to maybe like go to a mall to walk around or you'd have play dates with other, with other moms or you would have some sort of like preschool program that you have your child in or just different things that you do in the winter. That That's all shut down because that's all indoors. So now we're really starting to get to this, okay, we are still here. We're still stuck. It's still, it hasn't ended. And I've literally been at home with my children without an outlet for a year. And I really began to hit a wall because, I mean, this time last year, my children were just turning three and one. And now they're getting ready to turn four and two. So they have done an entire year of their life, an entire literal calendar year. All of us have, but like they have aged an entire year and your children have aged an entire year in this pandemic. 
And we know with children, when they age, their needs are constantly changing. So now I'm dealing with an older child that is, you know, really getting to almost kindergarten age. And it's like, she hasn't seen friends in a year. She hasn't hung out in a year. She hasn't gone on a playground in a year. Like, this is crazy, right? And I know that you are, you're right there too. And in your, maybe you're navigating working from home like I am, whether it's on your own business or you're working a job, or maybe you are navigating the fact that you had to give up your career and you're feeling super frustrated about that because that was one of your outlets as well. Or maybe you're just navigating the fact that you just like, you don't even have time to go get your nails done or whatever it is for you. This feels a lot harder now that we've been in this for a year. And I actually began to post about this on my Instagram and everyone, when I say like everyone responded back and was like, I am right there with you. I am right there with you. Sometimes it feels like I'm the only one that's not going anywhere. Sometimes it feels like I'm the only one that's doing this, that's staying at home while everyone else is living their life. We are right there hitting the pandemic wall. It all started to kind of, kind of come to a head. And I realized, wow, we are actually all really feeling this together. And so a couple things dawned on me. One was I, I was like, all right, so I'm dealing with this. They're dealing with this. So I have an opportunity to take what I know and take how I process and handle burnout. Because it's not the first time I've dealt with burnout during the pandemic. I've dealt with it several times. In fact, it's just I've recognized over the last several months that it's happening closer and closer together because the pandemic is wearing on. But every time it happens, I kind of I go through it. I pull myself out of it and kind of get to the other side and make some adjustments to my life that I hope will help make it so that it doesn't happen again or doesn't happen anytime soon or just try to navigate it as best as I possibly can. And I um, and of course, you know, these are a lot of the skills and a lot of the 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 um, the strategies that I teach you all in general about routines and systems and organization and things of that nature. So I, I began to kind of think about that and think about how I could help everyone do the same thing. But there's other things that also dawned on me too, which is something that I had been thinking about for a while. And that's routines and systems are super important and they are a part of our foundation when it comes to really navigating life, managing it, creating a balance and really creating a life that we enjoy and love and doesn't totally burn us out and that has space for the things that matter to us and and has space for us as humans and has space for us and our needs and and we're we're creating room to be be wives and mothers but also be women and be career oriented or be goal driven or be or go after our callings or pursue our dreams or whatever else it may be that's a huge foundational piece of that however in a pandemic right in a pandemic there are very important aspects of our needs that have been taken away right we have needs to be away from our our family sometimes like we all have a need to be in community and we have a need to be in community with other people we have needs as women to be in community with other girlfriends we have needs as adults to be in community with other adults we have needs as humans to also have time to ourselves even if you are an extrovert you still have a need to have time to yourself and even as an introvert you still have a need for community and as an introvert, 
if you're home with your family all the time, you have a need to retreat. And that feels really hard when you're not able, no, no one's able to go anywhere. No one's really able to leave the house, right? And as an extrovert, when you're in the house, you also have a need to go be with that community and you're might be feeling really trapped and even introverts like feel trapped. Like I've, I, as an introvert, have felt very trapped lately in the house and like, okay, like if you are so burned out and you have these other needs that aren't getting met, it doesn't matter what your routine looks like because you're not going to do it. <laughs> like, let's be real. Your routine is going to be a lot harder to execute. You might execute like the bare minimum, right? Like everyone's going to wake up at some point. Everyone's going to, you know, put their child down for a nap. If their child is still napping, everyone's going to have lunch at some point. Sure, those things are going to happen. But those super intentional aspects of your routine that are like, okay, this ro- this ro- uh, activity rotation, and then I'm going to set this up, and then this, this Play-Doh is going to happen over here, and this play invitation is going to happen over here, and then I'm going to ma- be very intentional with my to-do list, and I'm going to make sure I'm very, very productive in the 20 minutes that I have. Like none of that's happening if you're super burned out and you have a migraine and you didn't sleep well last night and you've been touched for the umpteenth time in the, in 20 days and you literally haven't had a, had space to take care of your need for retreat or your need for thinking or your need for space or your need for other types of community, your need for adult interaction, your need for something other than children's music or anything else, right? Like if those things aren't getting taken care of, you're going to lose all ability to execute a routine because it's day in and day out and day in and day out and you have no break from that. Like everyone needs a breakup in their day, in their weeks. Like even though we go to work every day, we have a weekend, we have evenings, like nobody lives at work except moms because as moms, our home is our work. And so even if you go to work, you still quote unquote, like you never off the clock, right? But really those of us that are at home, which is hello is like most of us right now, we literally have nothing that breaks up home and work and we're living at work and it's never ending and it's day in and day out. So now that it's been going on for a year, you're hitting this wall, you're burned out. No wonder why it's impossible for you to execute a routine. Because if you're burned out, like you're, it's not going to happen. You're too exhausted. You're too mentally, emotionally exhausted to to really do that. So it's like, what do you do? And then you feel stuck and then you feel trapped. So I recognize that while yes, it's, it's so important to have a great routine that's going to, that's going to be helpful. That's not going to be the, 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 let's put it this way. The, the routine is the maintenance. The routine is how you maintain. It's how you navigate and manage daily, right? But Everyone needs that deeper work. It's kind of like when, you know, you go to your primary care doctor, but if you have a problem with a specific area, you need to go see a specialist or you go see your therapist to really work on that deep work with your trauma. And then you practice some of those coping mechanisms when you are not with your therapist, but you still have to go back every single week or so to continue working on that deep work, right? It's the same thing. We aren't getting the deeper needs met. And that is the problem. Okay. So I'm saying all that you might be feeling like, well, okay, I feel really like discouraged right now. Like now what, (laughs) you know, don't worry. I've got, I've got a few things that I've, I've really been brainstorming and praying about this. And I have a few things that I really believe will help us. I say us because I'm in it with you. Help us 
mitigate some of the burnout, navigate it, try to at least lessen it and deal with it as much as we possibly can while we are still walking through this time, okay? So I've come up with seven ways to get through this pandemic wall, even when it feels impossible. And the first step is to acknowledge how you're feeling and give yourself permission to feel it and let go of any guilt, okay? Here's the thing. A lot of times we have a tendency to place guilt on our feelings as we feel like well, we should be more grateful or so-and-so has it worse than us or this part of the country is dealing with this and I'm not. And while that's true, we want to have gratitude does not mean that we should not have our own feelings and things that feel really hard. Like, yes, I am so grateful that I have a home and my children are healthy and none of us have been impacted by COVID. We haven't had COVID in our house specifically. We've had family members with it. We have not specifically had COVID in our home. My husband is working is, is, is working, and he's been maintained a job and he's doing really well in his career and everything is going for the most part very well. And I'm grateful for that. And I show praise and gratitude and honor and thanks for that every single day. But I'm not going to let that deter me in, from having my emotions about how I'm feeling. Because if you're, if I'm hiding my emotions or if I'm stuffing them down, that's just going to make them worse. And I'm just going to end up being more snappy, which has already happened. Um, I'm going to end up being more angry, more resentful because I'm not allowing myself to feel how it is that I'm feeling and feel it and be like, you know what? This is how I'm feeling. It is still hard. These aspects of things are hard. This may not be my definition of hard right now, but what is hard is still hard and it still matters. So the same goes for you. Acknowledge how you're feeling. Let go of any guilt. Give yourself permission to feel what you need to feel so you can let it out and you can make room and space for solutions and, you know, to, to rise to rise above it. Like you let it out, but you don't stay there. Okay. Number two is to stop expecting yourself to have picture-perfect days when you're feeling burnout. I think this is another thing that we do that really kind of, um, it it backs us into a corner a little bit or kind of what's, I can't think of the phrase that I'm thinking about right now where you just kind of shoot yourself in the foot or something like that. But, you know, when, when you're feeling burned out, stop pushing through your day as if it's going to be picture-perfect. Stop forcing yourself and trying so hard to keep proving to yourself that you can just fix it and you keep trying and you keep kind of forcing things and you're still forcing that activity and you're still forcing this and you're still like saying uh, no we won't have screen time until 5 p.m stop turn on the tv like stop I I'm literally talking to myself right now because I did this the other day and I was so determined to not feel defeated but I was burned out and what I really needed to do was scrap everything and say all right watch a movie and I'm gonna get myself together and that honestly would have just given me enough space, even if it was that they watched a movie and they watched another movie and then they watched another movie again at dinner, like whatever. Like it's, we we are in a by any means necessary kind of mode right now. And we have to accept that. We have to accept that because our children are not going to have their outlets where they are getting time with their friends and they're getting time to run outside and play and everything that they need that might mean that they're going to have a little bit more screen time. Maybe it's not, I would encourage it to not be every day, but if you do need it to be every day or every other day or whatever that looks like for you, whatever is going to allow you to feel better so you can be better for them, you need to do it. And so just let go of guilt again. Stop expecting yourself to have a picture perfect day. And not just saying screen time, but just in general, like maybe instead of a, a big homeschool activity, you 
keep it simple. You do one puzzle, call it a day. And next, like go play upstairs. Like just keep it simple. And it doesn't have to be picture perfect like what you see on Instagram. I know a lot of times I get really triggered by that because I'm like, oh my goodness, every single day they show up and have this picture perfect day. Well, that's great for them. Remember, they're doing things for pictures. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. It's just a snippet. Don't compare yourself to me or anybody else on Instagram and do what you need to do. All right, number three is let go of your normal rules. So very similar. Like if screen time is not until 5 p.m., but right now you're really struggling to make it till noon and you need to add some extra screen time in there, do it. We've officially added more screen time into our day. Like I did not have screen time until five o'clock and that was dinner time. Now I have screen time that is, we have lunch and then we have um, room time right after that because I've moved room time up. Room time wasn't working at the time it was working. I moved it up. After room time, they get to come down and have screen time and they know this, which helps them play in their room for 30 to 45 minutes prior to having screen time. And then there's screen time for a 30 minutes for my youngest, an hour for my oldest. My youngest has nap time and my, and my oldest keeps watching and then it fades into her snack and quiet time and it goes really well. I just made these very, very uh, minor yet very detailed or intentional tweaks and it's been helping a lot. And by adding that screen time in, by moving room time up, I've given myself a little bit more space in the middle of the day to have more downtime for myself, more continuous time where I can work, even though it's still interrupted here and there, but it's better than what it was. And I like can breathe because I'm not trying to force all day for my kids to be, you know, always engaged with an activity. I think kids need time to veg out too. And I need time to veg out. So obviously they do like if they're at, they get tired of playing too, and they just want to sit down and chill out and relax. And that's a nice break for them as well. So I, I'm just, whatever your rules are that you might be holding on fast and strong to and saying to yourself like, oh my goodness, I can't bend. I, I want to be the picture perfect mom, whatever that means, whether it's around food or it's around screens or it's around toys or whatever that looks like, let go of it you know, bend a little bit, whatever's going to help you and your family get through this time is what you need to do. All right, number four is check for gaps in your routine. So it's okay, just like I literally I'm feeding into all of this, right? Like I created, I, I tweaked my routine a lot and I made some changes. And when we do homeschool, when we do room time, recognizing that quiet time for my where room time for my oldest wasn't working at 1 2 o'clock in the afternoon because she would get sleepy and tired and that I needed to move her snack time up an hour. Like a lot of different tweaks have had to happen and that's okay. It doesn't mean that the, the routine is failing. It just means that we change. Humans change. Needs change, right? So same with you. If you are feeling like every single day you're trying your routine, it's not working or parts of your routine are not working, but you keep trying to hang on to it. I, I would like to encourage you to tweak it, start over, do what you need to do. You are in charge. Get creative with it. If you need help with this, this is something where either my Thrive at Home guide would be great for you because in that guide, I have a I have a video tutorial about how to use it and some suggestions as well. So that's, that will really walk you through creating um, a routine that is that is um, catered to life at home, but also I have my manage all the things challenge that also walks you through creating a simple routine. And I've got my mini courses in my shop now. The getting started with routines is in there, so you can take that course on your own, or you can 
always join the Meant for Motherhood Academy because the doors are open to that as well. So there's a lot of ways that you can get resources to to help you create routines that are going to work for you. And if you'd like some one-on-one support, I have strategy calls and I have VIP days where I can help you out as well, where you and I can sit down together and create routines that are going to work for you and your family. So if the idea of doing it by yourself is totally overwhelming you and you want some more high-touch support, I have ways to help you with that as well. And you can just head to my website, carolinejsomeone.com and then you can hit the services tab or you can just hit me up on Instagram and I'd be happy to help you out. But I have created various different types of different resources to help you with this, to meet you where you are, whether your budget is low, whether you want to start for free, whether you want to join a membership program and have more community and moms that you are communing with and coaching calls and the whole nine, or you just want one course or you want something more high touch, I've got something for you. So don't hesitate to head to my website, check out what can help you and reach out to me if you have any any questions? All right. Number five is rotate your days. You don't have to do everything in your routine every single day. Okay. And like, I, I used to feel like I need, okay, homeschool is Monday through Thursday. Like that's it. You know, I get Friday off and I have to make it to Friday. No, now I homeschool like Tuesday, Thursday, maybe Friday, maybe Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, maybe just Tuesday and Thursday. Like it changes every week. As long as I get two good homeschool days in, I feel good. Three is a great week. Like, and that's fine because, hey, I have a four-year-old and who cares, right? Like she's getting a great education through playing just by learning, by being around me. Like that's, that's, still a great valuable education and homeschool doesn't have to look the way traditional school does. So if you are homeschooling, you know, I know that there's different requirements for different states and ages, but rotate some things around. Maybe it's not homeschool that you're rotating, but maybe it's different types of activities you do with your kids. Maybe it's the type of play that they have. Maybe it's, um, you know, maybe you had movies on movie day on Friday, but now you have movie day on Wednesday too, or whatever you want to do. Maybe you're rotating your meal plan and you are cooking less meals and you're doing more like DIY type stuff like flatbreads and sandwiches and stuff like that. Whatever you want to do, rotate it. Rotate different types of things throughout your week. Rotate your workout routine. Maybe you only work out three days and not every single day. Maybe you rotate, you know, how many hours you work, what days. Maybe there are days where you um, work more hours and days where you work less. Feel free to get creative with it. So you don't feel like you are stuck on a hamster wheel and trying to force yourself to have the same energy every day. You're not going to. You're not going to have the same energy every single day and that's okay. All right, number six is acknowledge your needs as a human being and meet them to the best of your ability, okay? You are a human, you have needs. You have needs for sleep, for food, for water, for um, for creativity, to actually exercise creativity. You have a need to exercise your gifts and your talents and your skills. You have needs for communication, for connection, things of that nature. You have a need to feel connected to other adult human beings. Like, yeah, you can't get together with them, but whatever needs you have, find a way to meet them. Make sure you're nourishing your body. Make sure you're drinking your water. Make sure you're moving your body if you can, or the best way that you can. You know, nothing too serious, but just move it in some capacity. Listen to music, turn on the news, um, you know, call your mom, like call a friend, do whatever you got to do to make sure that you are really acknowledging who you are as a human, what needs you have and meet them. Make sure you're taking your showers, make sure you're washing your hair, put some makeup on if that matters to you, you know, look cute, don't look cute, whatever you want to do, acknowledge your needs and meet them. And number seven is listen to your body and respect your energy. So I mentioned this 
like just a couple minutes ago, but you will have some slow days and you will have some days where you can push yourself a bit more. This is all okay. This is why I advocate for rotating your days. This is why I advocate for changing things up and, and putting less pressure on yourself. That maybe you look at everything as a week versus a day and you give yourself an entire week to kind of rotate through your priorities versus fitting all your priorities into one day. I teach this a lot inside all of my resources and, and programs and teaching. This is exactly how I um, I think that we should all be planning regardless of what season of life we're in because we are our, our energies and our body and, and what's going on and, and what kind of sleep we had the night before and everything else. It's all going to change every single day. And yes, there's, you know, there's discipline and that's important. And, um, and yes, we all have responsibilities that have to get taken care of on a daily basis. But for the most part, we will find that there are ways that we can ebb and flow our energy in ways that we can take it slow when we need to and, and ways that we can push it when we um when we have that ability to do so so respect that energy be okay with yourself when you're having a slower day and don't be too hard on yourself or don't be hard on yourself at all when you're having a slower day and then when you're having a day where your energy is a little bit higher like push yourself a little bit more but also make sure that you don't overdo it so you don't burn out sooner okay I hope that all of this was helpful for you. Um, I would love to hear what you thought about this, which one of these steps meant the most to you or really stuck out to you the most, stuck out, stood, stood out. That's what I meant to say. Which one of these stood out to you the most? Let me know. Share this on Instagram. As always, tag me. Give me a little snippet of what made the most sense to you. Again, what what you really, re what, excuse me, I should say what resonated with you the most from this episode. What, which one of these aren't you doing that you're going to start doing right now? And if you need anyone to, to kind of talk with, I'm here for you. One last announcement that I wanted to actually make is that I am having a virtual coffee chat next Sunday. I will have more details about that in the next episode on Tuesday because I don't have any of like the, the links or anything to sign up yet, but just keep an eye out for that. I'll be announcing on Instagram as well. Um, but I'm having a free virtual coffee chat and it's just for all of us mamas to come together, grab some coffee, um, you know, from your kitchen, get on Zoom on, on Sunday morning, next Sunday morning. And it's just a place for you to feel heard, to be seen, to ask questions, to, um, to connect with other moms, and just to have a place to meet one of those needs, which is for community, and which is to feel heard, and which is to feel like you matter, and to maybe even uh, feel rejuvenated and get some ideas on how you can kind of keep plugging along in this pandemic. So there's more details to come about that. Just stay tuned, okay? Stay tuned for that. And um, otherwise, I will see you all in the next episode. Thank you for being here. I believe in you. And remember, Mama, you are meant for this life that God has called you to. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Meant for This. You can check out the show notes for this episode at carolinejsumlin.com slash blog. If you loved what you heard today, I'd love it if you left me a five-star review on iTunes and subscribe to the show. Also, I'd love to hear from you. If you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of today's episode was by taking a screenshot of you listening to the show, sharing it to your Instagram stories, and tagging me so I can see it and connect with you. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. I'll see you next time.